Brian. It's Will Brinson time, senior NFL writer, CBSSports.com. Uh, we have a dog on his hat today. Very excited for that. Uh, <laughs> Pick Six podcast moderator. Um, all right, let's just, let's start with we got to start with Baker Mayfield. So I don't know what you've heard or um, is there anything other than he's just not that good, so we don't need him. But why are teams waving a quarterback? who doesn't create issues on December 5th? Mm, that's a good question. Thank you. Like, it doesn't seem necessary to wave him? I mean, I'm guessing there was something going on behind the scenes. It has to be, right? About. Yeah, I mean, it was like Baker complaining. I, I don't... Maybe? Or Baker... It, you know, it could also be a situation where... I mean, maybe they get the sense that Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean, that Jimmy Garoppolo's injury would open something up for Baker in San Francisco. Poor Christian McCaffrey can't escape him. <laughs> right, um, I, I understand that, but why? Why are you here trying to help somebody else out? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it would be more like you're throwing Baker a bone. Well, also by cutting him, you fully guarantee that you won't have the, that the fifth round pick that you give up for him won't become a fourth round pick. Which is, uh, if you well, play you controlled that anyway by not playing him. Sure. Yeah. I mean, like the 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 uh, commandos have the same issue with Carson Wentz. Like he's not. People are like, well, maybe we'll see some more Wentz. It's like Wentz ain't going to the field again. Like <laughs> <laughs> Plus, yeah, they're like, better with Taylor Heineke. Correct. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm I'm at a loss for this, but is Baker Mayfield going to uh, uh, show up in Christian McCaffrey's locker room? Is I mean, it makes sense with Jimmy Garoppolo and a broken foot. They signed Josh Johnson um, off the Broncos practice squad. The 49ers did on, on Sunday afternoon, which uh, is, is kind of incredible because now Josh Johnson's Wikipedia page says San Francisco 49ers, parenthesis, fourth stint, close yeah. parenthesis. <laughs> like four stints with the 49ers. He's, he's been everywhere, Josh Johnson. Yeah, he's, 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 he's been playing like four, uh, I think it's like 14 teams or something like that. He's with the hot minute. I think he's with the Jets. Wasn't he with the Panthers for a hot minute? I believe so, yeah. Um, <laughs> It's actually we 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 did this game on the podcast, uh, Pick Six podcast. The um, like, a, like uh, I can't remember when, but it was like we were like guessing. It's like, can you guess all of Josh Johnson's teams that he's played for? I mean, I'm uh, not saying we should do it now. I'm just saying it's like kind no, of funny. I'm, Tampa. I don't know uh, Cincinnati. I'm just I'm throwing teams at San, San Francisco. <laughs> right, here, I'll, I'll I'll list them real quick. I'm gonna, I'm going to read the list of teams that that this is in, in uh, chronological order that Josh Josh Johnson has played for. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, San Francisco 49ers, Sacramento Mountain Lions, Cleveland Browns, Cincinnati Bengals, San Francisco 49ers, second time, Cincinnati Bengals, second time, New York Jets, Indianapolis Colts, Buffalo Bills, Baltimore Ravens, New York Giants, Houston Texans, Oakland Raiders, Washington R's, San Diego Fleet, Detroit Lions, that's still the first time, Los Angeles Wildcats, San Francisco 49ers, third time, New York Jets, second time, second time, Baltimore Ravens, second, second time, time. Rockers, San Francisco 49ers, fourth time. 2022 to present. <laughs> he was an XFL passing leader in 2020. Was he really? It was like PJ Walker, right? Four time all all pioneer football league. Excellent. Leader. Yeah, University of San Diego. Did he play for Jim Harbaugh at uh, USD? Yeah, I believe. Look at that. Look at that. I bet the uh, I bet Jim Harbaugh is glad he didn't take the Vikings job. All right, let's. Um, although the Vikings are doing very well, good win for them. Uh, over the uh, red right, anyway, red zone allergic on. New York Jets. Speaking of quarterbacks, we're moving on. Shout out to Devin Leary. Yeah, uh, transfer into the transfer portal. Yep, uh, will always be uh, one of one of the Wolfpack finest. Oh, favorites. absolutely. 
Absolutely. Um, I, I wish him nothing but the best luck in wherever he lands next year. And I don't think it's crazy that he could still get drafted. This year? Yeah, but it wouldn't be. Uh, I think he's going to stay in college one more year. Probably. He's trying to boost the draft stocks. Yeah. Plus, uh, we were just talking to Joe Gillio about this. NIL money can be real depending on where you go. Right? Absolutely. For a guy who was as good as he was last year. What did I tell you, guy? What does he do? Uh, he, he, he covers uh, covers all things. Uh, he gambles, mostly. Um <laughs> He just spends his time spends his time doing a spreadsheet for G four. He's, he's asking me about uh, World Cup uh, soccer bets. Um, all right, let's. Uh, l- I just want to get in a little bit more. I know the Panthers were off this week, and we're going to break, and we'll come back, uh, and we'll uh, we'll talk about Aaron Rodgers. If there's one thing he can do, that's beat the Chicago Bears. Um, the Panthers now have Darnold and Walker. It was funny because after the game last week, Darnold talked about basically compiling a resume. Is there a chance that Darnold is here? I would, I would rather see, or not rather see. I, my guess is that PJ Walker might be better suited to just being like the furniture at Bank of America Stadium as opposed to uh, Sam Darnold. Um. Yeah, I mean the one problem is, and I've I've, I've pointed this out before. Like I think the current regime likes PJ Walker fine, but you know he's he's a Matt Rule guy. Like he played for him at Temple, right? Uh, you know that's sort of why he got brought into Carolina in the first place. Now, it, it, it all depends on what the, which direction they go with the coaching hire, right? Like right. that's, um, and and I think to, you know, it's so stupid how we do this sometimes. Like Sam Darnold should not be a threat to any young quarterback. However. He's played okay, and he is a high draft, you know, former high draft pick. It's like right. if you're a former high draft pick, or I guess Josh Johnson, uh, you know, it's you're worth talking about. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Um, it's like the reason why Cam Newton had a hard time finding a landing spot after Carolina because if you went somewhere with a young quarterback, it, you know, and you're a bigger name, you are just sort of a th- you know, it's just a fan, right. you struggle and. And look, it happens even with some, like guys who aren't big names. I mean, Mike White. You know, the Jets fans were pounding the table like, "Get, get us Mike White!" And, and, and obviously, he's looked pretty good for the Jets. But um, yeah, I, I think PJ Walker probably. I think Sam Darnold because he, you know his draft stock where he was taken, he, he's just more likely to be someone who, like intrinsically, we just believe can have another shot at a starting job. Whereas PJ Walker is maybe not. Okay, I think Sam Darnold has been at best. Eh. In two uh, two opportunities, giving I him, I, I think that's generous. Yeah, <laughs> at, well, I said at best, <laughs> eh. um, giving him a third crack at something like like to me, Sam Darnold is a career, becomes a career backup, and there's no shame in that. And yeah. then who knows? Maybe you, you catch lightning in a bottle, and two years well, from I, now, the starter gets hurt, and you step into a good situation, and you ball out. What's I, I all guess that? The more likely, I guess the, I guess the better way of explaining is that. If you because if you were a former number two overall pick, there's a very good chance that like many coaches around the league have scouted you or GMs have scouted right. you, and there could have been some people who really liked you coming out of college that might be interested in, in taking a shot. Right at the at the risk of their own reputation for being uh, stubborn. Uh, will Brinson. All right, we'll come back. We got a lot of things. We'll talk about Jimmy G. Uh, we will talk about uh, and what that does to the whoever it is, be it Brock Purdy, Mister Irrelevant. If Baker Mayfield goes there, have we ever seen two quarterbacks? Uh, one Mr. Irrelevant, the last player in the draft, and the other the first? Uh, that would be pretty cool. Uh, I'll try we'll, to find out during the break. All right, we'll do that, and we'll talk about the best team, maybe, 
in the entire NFL. Will Brinson, senior NFL writer, CBSSports.com, Pick 6 podcast, moderator, joining us. All right, if I gave you a choice, who you got, Philadelphia or Dallas, who is it? Um, uh, of the... The NFC or the yeah. Well, let's just say the let's just say one of those two teams is the best team in the NFL. Even though it's probably Kansas City or Buffalo, probably not. I think Buffalo, but um, if it's Philadelphia or Dallas, who you got? Um, I'll still take Philadelphia. What if Dallas brings in Odell Beckham Jr. as they are interviewing? I guess into uh, in in a way today. Okay. By the way, like I think, I mean, you know, you can, we can, you know, recency bias is a real thing, right? So, like, you know, we can we think about Dallas's just dominant victory over the Colts on wasn't Sunday night. that dominant? There were there was a two point game entering the fourth quarter, right? You're making the exact point I was. No, no, make. I'm I'm with you on that. By the way, <laughs> yeah, 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 I got. Yeah. The, I just looked at it. I went to bed when Dallas. I think Dallas either scored a defensive touchdown or they basically got set up by a defensive play. Uh, and it was 33-19. I'm like, all right, this game's over. I wake up, it's 54-19. That Like, that game wasn't that. Was it, I mean, the Colts could have tied it up if they convert their two-point conversion uh, in the third quarter. So that was a close game. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, it, it, like, Dallas, it never felt like Dallas was really in a, a ton of danger of losing the game. Yeah. The Colts gave it all, their full effort. Matt Ryan played okay for stretches. Like, had some, made some big plays. Yeah, there's just too much pass rush. Defense is too good. 33 points is the it's the uh, tied tied most ever in NFL history scored in the fourth quarter uh, with the 1920 tied with the 1925 uh, Chicago Cardinals. I love that the um, Chicago Cardinals. Beautiful. Only, uh, one team scored more. It was um, somebody scored 34 in the, in the fourth. I can't remember who it was. It was the somebody. I don't know. I'll look it up. Probably um, happened against the UNC. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Just and kidding. Like, I'm like, you're, I, that may have been an FCC violation. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think Philadelphia, though, you look at what they did against the Titans. The Titans are a much, much better team yeah. than the Colts. And granted, that was the A.J. Brown revenge game. Um, he said he afterwards he took it personally. He played very well. Uh, but I thought maybe the most important thing that came out of that Philly win wasn't just how dominant they, they were against Tennessee, but how dominant they were against the run. Because yeah. that's been their bugaboo is with on their defense. If you're picking out one thing that Philly, you know, Philly doesn't do great is their run defense. If their run defense is good, look out because Jalen Hurts is awesome. Yeah, uh, he's he's plus one seventy, I think, to win the MVP. Patrick Mahomes still favorite at minus one ten. Um, I think well, I think Hurts is very live to win it, especially if they keep truck sticking people. And Philly has a good run game. They have a good pass game. You know, they have. Of like an above-average defense. Dallas's defense is better than Philly's defense, but I think Philly's offense is better than da- Dallas's offense as, as well as Dak Prescott has played the last few weeks. I'll take Philly, but I think Dallas is certainly moving up the, the list of uh, NFC teams, especially with the Jimmy G injury. You know, there's no – look, I didn't buy San Francisco in that category anyway, as great as their defense was, because their offense was absolutely sporadic. We had You had no idea. You, basically, you turned over a card. Red card, great offense. Black card, bad offense, even with Jimmy G. So uh, I, as as many weapons as they've got, uh, bless uh, bless Brock Purdy's heart. I hope he's able to uh, to get them uh, in uh, the right. Just, just two points. I would just uh, clerical notes. Uh, this is an old Chatham hat. Shout out Mike Lemon. And uh, I think that Joe Giglio is a wonderful human being. <laughs> 
<laughs> Somebody got texted uh, during the break. All right, that's wonderful. Uh, Will Brinson, Pick 6 Podcast moderator. All right, let, uh, let me get to Deshaun Watson's trip back to Houston. It was exactly what we thought it would be. There would be uh, supporters, people asking him to uh, autograph their jerseys, whether it was a Houston Texans jersey or a Cleveland Browns jersey. Uh, there were, there was obviously he got booed every time he took a snap for uh, like the first half of the game, and he was booed before the game. He refused to address any possible remorse. He was apparently told not to address any possible remorse. Who would tell him that um, after the game? Um, was there anything that jumped out at you other than he wasn't good? Um, no, I mean, it, you know, he hadn't played, he hadn't played a, you know, an actual NFL game in like, I mean, he said 700 days. I think that might be right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he sat out an entire season where he was getting paid and then suspended 11 games. Um, I didn't expect him to look very sharp. Didn't expect him to look good at all. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how much he improves over the next few weeks. You, I mean, you would expect, you know, he knocks some of the rust off. Um, and you can like, you, know, you can go back for that that revenge game, whatever you want to call it. But I mean, certainly you're going to have some nerves going back to Houston. I don't. I don't if you don't, then you're a or you know, truly a, a sure. sick human being. Um, and so you know that's a not the easiest spot in the world. And I, I don't think the Texans players were like getting up to you know go after Deshaun or anything like that. But you know, they they fought hard and they just gave up three defensive spe- slash special team touchdowns. <laughs> Fumble <laughs> return, interception return, punt return. That's yep. how hard Cleveland to, won hard that game. That <laughs> hard, to, hard to pull off that trifecta. Sure is, Adam. When um, you when you do that, you win. You have to win. You can't. Yeah. No, no matter how bad your quarterback is. I think just looking at. I mean, if you want, if you, I don't, I'm not suggesting that Browns are going to make some kind of run, but there are a couple teams in the. Um, there are a couple teams on each in each on each side of the bracket that I think are at least interesting. Who have terrible records that. Again, I'm not saying any of these teams will make a run. Right. But the Raiders and the Browns and the Lions and the Packers. They are five three of those teams are five and seven and the and the Packers are five and eight. I don't right. I, I I can see you. You know, I can see you making that skeptical face. Like, like No, no, it's fine. I'm 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 more again, than I have, I don't hide my skepticism. I know, I know. It's 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 it is not it is not me floating that I think these teams will make a run. Oh, it's I just know. That if 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 any one of those teams were to win out, and you have in you know the Raiders have won three straight and look and you know could easily be like, God they could be seven and five so easily. I know just not choked up you know choked a bunch of uh, double digit leads. The Browns did get Deshaun back. I don't think they're necessarily a great team, but you know that that's at least an interesting component. The Lions are, are kind of hot right now, and, and the Packers do have Aaron Rodgers and uh, and Christian Watson, who's playing incredible football. If if one of those teams could make, could win out. I think you could at least see either the Jets or the Giants, maybe Seattle to a degree, maybe Miami to a degree, slip up and, and, and struggle down the stretch, and 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 you see one of them steal a spot. I just think it's interesting. Just just keep it on your on your radar. They're in the hunt. <laughs> well, here's the thing: the the Jets control that last playoff spot. If they go three and two in their last five. And theoretically, it's possible. Um, I mean, they don't have an easy schedule for sure. They still have to go to Buffalo. They still play Miami. Um, they're done with New England, which they always will lose to. 
Um, but if if they manage to go three and two, I think they have the ja- the Jaguars and Lions both at home. Theoretically, they win those. Uh, then they just have to figure out. I think they play at Seattle too, so they have to figure out a way to steal that game. If they can do that, I don't know that there's another team that can get to ten and seven that is behind them. Maybe the Chargers can. But the Chargers have shown only that they know how to lose games. Um, They have incredible talent, and I know they're decimated by injuries. I get it. Uh, But to me, that's the issue. If if the Jets can go 3-2, and the Jets are going to claim that last spot in the playoffs and probably be a headache to an extent for whoever they play. Um, The NFC, you basically have, what, two or three teams fighting for two spots? At the bottom of the playoff pool, the Commandos uh, who and Giants who tied. Uh, Giants are ahead, but I mean, the Commandos are right there. They played pretty good football. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, they both teams should have lost that game. I guess, like, I, and right. I mean, it when um, it was like a really close game that was like just terrible to watch. <laughs> uh, Shocking, a Commandos yeah, game it, that would be difficult I to I watch. Think the, I think the last time that that the Giants tied was 1999 against the Commandos, actually, which is kind of about that. Um, yeah, I mean, look, Seattle or the Giants just have to win. Basically, you win two games and you feel pretty. You know, you win three games, you're in. Like ten is going to get you in for sure yeah. because of just where everybody else wants. or Washington, right? I mean, whoever whoever finds a way to do that. Uh, the Giants, the tie is like it, it's really a dagger for the Giants though because they had they had that game. I think I think they had that game kind of won at the end there and they have to go play Philly this week. And then Washington again next week, mm-hmm. the week after that, excuse me, whereas Washington gets a bye and then goes and plays the giants. Right. I mean, that's a <laughs> back to back games that. against the giants. Is that Washington's schedule? That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like the giants, have, like instead of a bye, the giants have to play Philly in between the two games. Like that's like, <laughs> like one of those is an Oreo and one of those is like a poop sandwich. I mean, that's, you know, that's not, not ideal. Not a hundred percent. All right. Let me get a quick break in and we'll come back and we'll talk about uh, the fact that apparently the chiefs cannot beat the Bengals. No shot to beat the, I'm I'm sorry. The other way around. Yes. No, I said it right. The chiefs cannot beat the Bengals with Will Brinson.